Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing very well today. How are you? I'm doing well too. I'm very, very excited and giddy. I could tell because you're not talking into the microphone. You oh turned my God. It. How, like I'm going to have this thing in my mouth. Look, I'm so close to no, it. It's not that, but look at how, look at, look at me. Why isn't it like an all directional mic? Because that's not how it works. Besides, even it is kind of an all directional mic, but you still like, you don't see singers singing in the microphones like this and they're like, <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Hold them like this. No, that's not how anyone holds a microphone. Welcome to Learning ABCs. All about cryptids. This one with a twist. Ooh. So I'm very excited because today I am telling you about a cryptid. Yeah. Are, are you excited? Of course. <laughs> okay. All right. So should we just jump right into it? No, let's give a minute first. <laughs> um, well, sometimes we talk nonsense for a long time. We Do we? Well, last time we did. <laughs> Wait, the last time went two weeks ago when we recorded mm-hmm. the last one? Yeah, we spoke for like three minutes about nothing. I don't think so. That doesn't sound like us at all. <laughs> all right, well, today we're going to cut to the chase. Okay. <laughs> all right, so today we're going to Australia to talk about our cryptid. Okay. All right. So we're going to speak about a large Australian Aboriginal creature. G'day. <laughs> who lurks in swamps, rivers, billabongs. Billabongs? Billabongs. Nice. Yep. The store. There's a store called Billabong? Mm-hmm. If you say so. <laughs> what right. do they sell at Billabong? Like surfing clothes. Like things that Australians need to survive. Okay. In the outback? <laughs> Surfboards? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Australia is a very diverse place. You can go surfing. You can be eaten by by large animals. No, you can't be eaten by large animals. You can be eaten by small animals in Australia. Okay. Well, no. Okay. So I feel like in Australia, the small animals are large and they don't really have any, except for like, I guess, kangaroos, but like they don't have bears. They don't have... They have bunyips. They have bunyips. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. So you have bunions. All right, so that's what we're speaking about today, the bunya. So, okay, so we said it lives in like watery areas, um, but it's amphibious, so it can be, you know, on the land as well. And it's said to be nocturnal, like all good cryptids should be. Um, So it was first reported by the Europeans in the early 1800s, but obviously it's older than that. That's just when the Europeans first reported on it. Of course. Because, of course. Um, I'm sure, like, do the aboriginals have things to say about it mm-hmm. excellent yeah. excellent all right so bunyip and i hope i'm pronouncing this correctly it's typically translated well, you gotta say it like will anderson um bunyip there you go pretty good wish i could do this whole thing like will anderson lots <laughs> more english <laughs> i can i do actually, a really good will anderson in my head <laughs> well you know what actually i felt like that was more um new zealand even than oh. british like you were like yes <laughs> yes i love new zealand right. so it's typically tr- <laughs> yes yes Yes. You just replace all your E's with I's. Mm-hmm. That's how you you do New Zealand. New Zealand? And everything's a question. Yeah. Everything is a question and all your E's are I's. That's how, <laughs> that's a New Zealand accent. Oh, man. Sorry, New Zealand. We love you. No, we really do, actually. I would definitely go to you over Australia. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell Will Anderson. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Bunyip is typically translated in the modern times as devil or evil spirit, but it may not have always been interpreted by the aboriginals that way, at least since like the Europeans started cataloging in the 1800s. It was kind of seen that way, the appearance of this lovely creature. So you know, Ryan, that it's a large aquatic creature. So why don't you tell me what you think it could look like? I think it's going to have the head of a dingo, <laughs> Okay. the pouch 
of a marsupial. Okay. Like a um, koala bear. <laughs> koala bears are not marsupials. And the neither f- are they bears, by the way. <laughs> the feet of well, the front legs of a horse okay. and the back legs of a deer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the tail of a pig. Okay. And the body of a rabbit. Great. So no aquatic features whatsoever? Well, I thought that... <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention <laughs> the fins. Oh, okay. <laughs> that protrude from its back. All right. Well, I have good news and I have bad news. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're right and wrong. Okay. There are many different variations of what this creature looks like. See? All right. There are... Build your own bunyip. <laughs> it's at the mall. Oh, my God. That would Build be- a bunyip. <laughs> Donate to our Patreon. That'll be a top level (laughs) prize. Guys, our Patreon is doing wonderful things. We're going to England. We're going to Australia, the Bahamas. New Zealand. New Zealand. We're starting a company called Build a Bunyip. We're writing a movie. We're writing a movie. Yep. Don't forget about Terra Dracula. Uh, we have to buy breakfast supplies for Tim. Yes, that's right. Breakfast. Yeah. All right. So but that's for drapes and scowls. <laughs> or no, uh, crepes, crepes and scowls. And scowls. Yeah. yeah. So um, there are a wide variety of descriptions. But in the 1800s, when Europeans were trying to catalog it, they basically said that the Aboriginal tribes people were so afraid of it that they couldn't describe it well because they like would run away from it and like not really see it. Wow. Um, but from what the Europeans could gather from the Aboriginal tribes, there were two primary ways of describing it. All right. So 60-ish percent of accounts said um, the sightings characterize it like a giant seal or swimming dog. So you said the head like a dog. So mm-hmm. All right. Um, they say it's four to six feet long with a shaggy black or brown coat a roundish head like a bulldog prominent ears no tail and whiskers like a seal or an otter so it's kind of like a sea dog yeah i mean like a manatee maybe yeah i guess manatee-esque yeah that's what i'm kind of picturing except with with prominent ears with prominent ears yeah prominent irish ears (laughs) ryan thinks he has big ears he does not i do i have the ears of a cryptid (laughs) so i can hear everything cryptid thank you okay (laughs) <laughs> um, all right, so that's about 60% of the sighting. 20% or so describe it as a long-necked creature with a small head, about 5 to 15 feet long, with black or brown fur, so that's pretty consistent. Also large ears, small tusks, Ooh. a head like a horse or an emu. See, I mentioned horse, I too. know you did. I'm nailing it. Uh, an elongated maned neck about 3 feet long with many folds of skin. Ew. <laughs> and a horse-like tail. <gasps> oh, I said a pigtail. <laughs> yeah. But you were you were close. You yeah, were very close. Wonder if it's like one's the male and one's the female. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's a good point. Males have tails. <laughs> Maybe that's not its tail. <laughs> <gasps> Ew. <laughs> All right. So other descriptions that's are not its tail. <laughs> are a lot more ambiguous so for example for example for example for example (laughs) that's australian slang for example it's fine everybody knows example Um, i think i saw it in crocodile dundee i mean you probably did yeah okay so for example the morundi people said its most usual form was an enormous starfish all right so that's nothing like this other yeah so there are 
I feel like this is a the bunyip is at this point like a catch-all name for like every weird creature every weird creature yeah, yeah. All right. some others say it combines the features of a large bird with a long serrated or a long bill with like serrated edges Ooh. like a bagel knife plus you know with an alligator which actually I think sounds like it, a dinosaur it sounds like a crocodile yeah <laughs> <laughs> right because the, yeah. the crocodiles have the thinner yeah chompier mm-hmm. yeah all right so i found some pictures i'm going to show you online I, I keep thinking about it but like because of the lack of visual nature of a podcast i always feel weird to be like this is a picture and show only you but i guess uh, dave and gareth do it and yeah it's that's fine. true that's yeah. true and you can you can describe these pictures to yeah. our oh, audience oh my like. goodness i can describe one kind of just looks like a panther that's what i thought with a person in its mouth <laughs> um, because there are abcs in australia too i mean yeah ones um, i believe in yeah 10 out of 10 boomerangs <laughs> racist it's not um, racist it's just a cultural stereotype. and then this this other one looks like a like an mc escher drawing <laughs> of uh i don't even know it's like an I alien robot yeah i thought you would like it and might want to get a tattoo of it <laughs> can i get a tattoo of this no but i thought you would like to that's well i'll tell you what messed up if if you get enough patreon subscribers i guess you can I'm sure that I could tattoo this on me. You know what? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Anyone listening who wants to donate money to us in order for me to get a tattoo of this bunyip, I will really do it if you give us the money. You have to do it on your butt. No. Because I don't want to ever see it. Nope. I'm going to do it on my forehead. Oh, God. Give me my paper back. Um, Yeah. No, but it looks crazy. Yeah. But two totally different creatures. All right, mate. All right. Um, all right. So here are some more fun descriptions about our bunion. Um, some say they swim swiftly with fins or flippers and they have a loud roaring call. They are born from eggs, which are laid in platypus nests, which make the bunny up sound like a total asshole for yeah. stealing the bun or the platypus nest. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about what it eats. Okay. All right. It does eat crayfish, but right. according to legend, it prefers women, young children and foreigners. <laughs> Mm. so okay so bunyip's a little uh so the bunyip is a republican (laughs) oh man (laughs) yeah yeah i bet you really want to get that tattoo now (laughs) yeah no definitely (laughs) i'm gonna it's gonna be that thing and then underneath it's gonna say gop for life G-O-B for life. G-O-B. <laughs> Grand old bunyip. <laughs> all right. Um, and all the- at, bil- at build a bunyip, <laughs> we're taking a hard stance on the Confederate flag. All right. In favor of. In fa- well, I mean, you know, we have to support the bunyip's beliefs. I don't know. <laughs> no. All right. Um, and although it has super long claws, it prefers to kill its prey by hugging it to death. Well, no. You made <laughs> yeah, that up. I didn't. I found it online. Well, I guess there are some creatures that uh, I was listening to. Um, what was it? It was actually an Australian thing. It was a uh, wombat. Wombats have been known to suff- suffocate people by really? like, yeah, like they do something with their butts and they like. Wait, are they the ones that poop cubes? Oh, I, I have no <laughs> idea what a wombat poops, Don. I don't know why you would know that or even suggest such a thing. <laughs> unclear as to why you even know that anything would poop cubes i think it might be the wombat okay hey siri (laughs) does a wombat poop cubes okay i found this on the web for does a wombat poop cubes check it out 
Um, we will check it out. Thanks, Siri. Yeah. Wombats are the only animals that produce cube-shaped scats. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So they they, uh, they suffocate people because I guess they burrow. They're like burrowers. It has They're like rodents, with, yeah. It has Ish. something to do with people being in wombat nests and then getting they can't get out and their head gets stuck and they, they put their butt on their face and smash it against the wall and suffocate them to death. And people have died that what? way. What? Allegedly. I've heard. I've heard yeah. tell not going to australia yeah that's what i mean like it's like the spiders are all chabafofis over there <laughs> and they're they they do not have any like mountain lions they might have abcs but they don't have any traditional mountain lion type creatures or like bears or i mean they have dingoes but they're not wolves yeah like they don't have any like large like apex predator like that thing but everything else there will kill you yeah everything koala not bears will kill you mm-hmm. So let's talk about possible origins. Okay. Of the okay. So I found this on cryptidsfandom.com. Cryptids with a Z. Nice. One legend says that a man named Bunyip broke the rainbow serpent's greatest law by eating his totem animal. Banished by the good spirit, Biami, the man became an evil spirit that lured tribesmen and their livestock into the water so he could eat all of them. Mm. So this seems like uh, more of like a folklore cryptid Mm -hmm. than like an actual being. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I think it's sort of an amalgam of many different tribal folklore um yeah plus you know like misunderstandings of sightings of real creatures like in like a you know making a hybrid type of yeah that makes sense like in terms of yeah i mean it that's it's kind of super cool just because it is kind of like a folklorish creature Mm -hmm. than than necessarily like a biological animal i mean it could it could still actually be a biological animal that's just been so misidentified like you know somebody sees a platypus right and they're like you know or they see a bunyip and they're like oh that's a platypus i don't know who knows like the opposite way like where it works i I don't know we'll never know we will never Never know unless somebody finds one. Well, when we go to Australia. www.patreon.com slash Australia. <laughs> not sure that's our Patreon name, but okay. I don't know how Patreon works, though. Me neither. <laughs> you just keep throwing it out there. Oh, wait. Was it a Patreon that we were doing? What was the other thing? It wasn't a pa- Was it a Patreon? I have no idea. What was the thing that you were you kept trying to get people to donate to? Yeah, Patreon. It was Patreon? Okay. For we- a second, I thought it was like GoFundMe, maybe you were saying last yeah, time. We could or- do that, too. Yeah, okay, whatever. You know what? Just PayPal. It's just Venmo. Yeah. Venmo is money. Come to my house and bring me cookies just, and money. Yeah, just b- shove envelopes of cash under our door. You could write it off on your taxes. Okay. So some more modern explanations um, are that they are just seals. You know, they have the smooth fur, prominent eyes, and the bellowing cry. So could be a seal or um, some have posited that it is a cultural memory of some extinct Australian marsupials especially if the aboriginal people had found bones of the extinct creatures and then just assumed they were like more modern bones or they it assume could... it's a marsupial you said well they found like unknown marsupial bone read that yeah, again yeah. sorry I just... a cultural memory of some extinct Australian marsupials especially if the aboriginal people had found bones of those extinct creatures gotcha um, or it could be a survival Diprodoton, 
which was like an ancient giant wombat. And here's a picture of that. Okay, I can see that. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, wombats are kind of like rodents. And I could totally see that. And it would make sense if it was like, because it's a mammal or a marsupial, Mm -hmm. which I guess they're like half mammals. I don't know, whatever. I think they're, no, I think they're mammals, except their teats are inside their marsupial pouch. I think that's how it works. Yeah, I don't know. know. I've never been inside of a kangaroo pouch. I would love to get inside one and just ride around and see what that's (laughs) like. But I've never had an adaptation. Do you want me to wrap you up in a blanket? No. But uh, what was I going to say? What were you just saying about that? Oh, that it would make sense that so the aboriginal tribes, like say even say like hundreds or thousands of years ago, were seeing mm-hmm. this actual living dinosaur-esque mammal creature that died off, but the legends of it continued and got right. distorted and whatever. So it's possible that the bunyip exists or existed, mm-hmm. but is now extinct. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Or evolved into a smaller... Or evolved. Smaller, normal... Not normal, but more modern-sized wombat. Into Yahoo Sirius. Yeah, well, I mean... You don't even know who that is. He's from Australia. That's true. Good job. Thanks. I just use context clues. (laughs) Okay, a much more modern connection... Um, from 2017, when Carl Brandt suggested that the Aboriginal people had encounters with a large bird called a southern cassowary, which lays enormous pale blue eggs, has deadly claws, powerful hind legs, a brightly colored chest, an emu-like head, and a bill with serrated projections on it. Huh. So that's and that is extinct. No, it's a oh, that's an actual bird. creature, yeah. just a bird. Yeah, that also makes sense. Mm-hmm. That it could be either one of the. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All Learning right, something so, new. Um, Either way. So check this out, though. In a startling moment of rational clarity, you're going to be shocked by this. A lot of the early European settlers in Australia just figured there was so much different about Australia from what they had known from Europe Mm -hmm. that the bunyip was just an as yet undiscovered species. Yeah. Yeah. And like nothing monstrous or paranormal or anything like that. But for good measure... The lure of the bunyip stayed with the Europeans because obviously we love supernatural things. Of course. course. Why do we think we're doing this podcast? I mean, it's in our blood. And the bunyip was um, kind of like some other European folklore creatures such as the Irish puka. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm going with it, Um, which I'm going to do another. puka? Puka, puka. uh, Yeah, whatever. But I'm going to do another episode about that. Oh, okay. Okay. So don't you do any research on that. All right. Noted. Okay. Um, And then the last thing I have to say is some exciting news that uh, we're going to Australia. (laughs) Um, to open our first build a bunyip store (laughs) i'm telling you that's a winning idea right there actually you you might be onto something because there is a lot in australian pop culture about the bunyip like there's like like kids like storybooks and stuff most specifically i thought we would like is an australian horror movie from 2015 titled bunyip about a group of city folk who decide to hike in the australian wilderness but end up getting lost and have to survive against the legendary creature now the bad news is Mm. I went online okay. and I can't find it anywhere. Because it's just Australia only. I guess. But it seems like, I think they said it was from 2015. It got like a 6.2 review out of 10. So it doesn't seem like it's a terrible movie. I mean, you know, it's a little better than half. Yeah. I mean, a 6.2. I would, I would roll the dice on yeah, a 6.2. Yeah. I mean, especially if Will Anderson is in it, which I assume he is. Or Yvonne Strowski no, you know, or whatever. Oh, yeah. I do love her. Well, no. we Will is not an actor, but Charlie is. Charlie Clawson from Tofop. So okay. I, I would watch him in it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah don't care you should he's very funny all right so what do you think Um, tell me your thoughts i think okay so we'll break this down like we did the last one extinct creature i'm giving it 10 out of 10 flippers okay all right currently like living stalking creature stalking the outback of australia i'm giving it a zero flippers however Ooh. ooh. i hope you can that was perfectly timed thunder i hope that picked up um 
However, I heard on an unrelated podcast, you asked me if I knew anything about the bunyip, and I said no, which was true at the time. And you didn't encounter this in your research, but I was listening to a podcast about people who go missing in state parks and mm-hmm. things in America. And there, there's also this... Um, thing where like people go missing in state parks in Australia but like unusually missing like for example not to get too far off topic but this is why it's not you're just like well Ryan like you know they went into the woods and they got lost it would be like this is what makes it weird is that you are like I'm going hiking you go in the woods and then you never come back Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my god she started a new life she started a new life without me and she married a bunyip um (laughs) No, but uh, like, you know, so like, and I I call the cops and I'm like, my wife is missing. I don't know where she is. Like she went for a hike in the whatever state forest, this ex state forest and the cops will come out and we'll get volunteers. It's there's been military. There was this one story they told of like where somebody went missing hiking or hunting or whatever. And there was three helicopters looking for them using infrared and everything else and hundreds of search, including the Marines, the police and volunteers, hundreds of people. And they just like combed this area and they did not find anyone. And then like two weeks later on the trail, like the like main trail was just this person's body and they were dead. And they like, their like belt and shoes were like taken off and play and like whatever. And like they said that they just died of exposure or whatever. So apparently this is like an insane, crazy thing. I don't know. I haven't looked into this research or whatever, where like this happens a lot to the point where, you know, they tie it into cryptids. Some people say it's Bigfoot, but it's like a notable thing, even to the point where like they call them clusters or whatever, because there are certain ones where it happens like so frequently as to not be a coincidence. Oh, weird. But anyway, there, and um, there was one story in Australia where this happened, where it was like a small child who was the one who like disappeared. And I don't think that they ever found him again, but he wasn't like a baby. He was like a toddler Mm -hmm. or whatever. And his his dad went off hunting and his mom was hanging out at the campsite, but she was like wandering around, but close enough. And both of the kids were sleeping in the trailer. Then they like wake up or whatever, or the, the mom, you know, somehow was alerted. I don't remember all the circumstances, but the kid is missing. And they said that the thing that alerted them was that they heard a baby sound of a baby crying. Okay. And, but he was not like a baby. Right. Like it was And there like is a, a distinction. Kid crying. And there is a distinction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's totally different. And, According to this podcast and your research about them eating babies, the bunyip makes a sound like a baby crying, allegedly. Oh, scary. Scary. So, yeah, that is super neat. And um, I think maybe even I'll try to do some more like folklore-esque kind of, uh, kind of one. Because I was thinking about, even though you know about the fae, Mm-hmm. of doing one about the Fae or something I like that. I approve or, of... Yeah. yeah, and there's even like... I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. Yeah, why don't you subscribe to my podcast and <laughs> uh, rate and review it and give it five stars. And, well, give it five stars for me. Give it like four stars for you. That's fine. Everyone <laughs> has room to improve. <laughs> Except for me. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. What do you think? I, I like it, yeah. No, I mean, what do you think about the Bunyip? What, do you, what are your... Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's just... Uh, a mashup of different or like an extinct and, creature yeah. that like that was passed down yeah. plus i think it, it's extremely plausible that when the european settlers in the 1800s were speaking with different tribes the different tribes were talking about like different creatures but to the europeans they, they were, were just like, like this must be one creature yeah. because we're racists yeah 
Yeah. Or maybe like it was like, you know, one of those that Aussie sense of humor where like the Aboriginal guy was just like, oh, yeah, they eat women and children and foreigners and foreigners. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, when I was reading that, I was thinking it does make sense that you would tell your kids not to go near the water because a creature will eat you. Right. Just to make sure they don't go near the water and drown. crocodiles. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's true, too. I didn't even think of that. But I was thinking just like, yeah, for their own protection. But then to keep the foreign away like tell them scary stories so they'll be scared like yeah that's what i would do that's what i would do too yeah it didn't work though no sadly it did not sadly it did not all right well this has been another episode right it has you been have anything it's else been an episode it has been an episode it's probably our best episode yet i think you will have to get some feedback on this um but i think it's funnier or it'll it could be funnier if i read the story and ryan just we reacts because i think ryan is a funnier person than i am no what we could um do it my favorite murder style where we each do like on my favorite murder like they do one murder and then another murder you know and they mm-hmm. go back and forth so like we could just do it that way too we could do that where yeah. we both where it's not just me talking to you like you could learn me a cryptid uh-oh. our power just our blinked. power uh-oh, are we still recording? Yeah, yeah, because okay. this has got battery well, power anyway. That's Okay, so that's fine because like I said, I'm oh, I didn't print it out, but I'm going to research the, the Irish puka or puka, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there was another one that I wrote down that I wanted to research, but All I didn't right. print it, so I have, it, so a, I have a list you. over here. So yeah, the, uh, well, okay, wait, I did that, I did that. Okay, actually, all of these are ones we've already done, so. All right, well, if, if any of you jamokes want to hear about a particular cryptid, write in. Yeah. Or call in uh, and give us your suggestions. Yeah, and just call the call this number yeah Yeah, i don't answer the phone (laughs) yeah you should um no let us know though for for seriousness well well, yeah i'm happy to take yeah reach out reach out you know what we should it would also be helpful um, if you sent me some resource links um i just did do the research for me oh oh, you mean the the other people i thought you're talking to me i was just like i just google this (laughs) stuff why do you think i get it from the same three websites that you probably got that from probably um wikipedia yeah (laughs) cryptidsfandom.com with a z oh yeah we should get an email address so that we could have people email us oh that's a good idea yeah so we'll make a we'll make a gmail and look for that on the next uh we could read people's uh mail yeah oh you know what let's do that right now okay we actually have some feedback from episode one from one jimmy michael i like jimmy jimmy's great lbj he said of the first episode and i quote this was super entertaining and also even though it's said it is said that he had fangs in one account that doesn't guarantee carnivore fangs can be found on herbivores like gorillas and fruit bats so i'm team spaghetti for what food he was holding and that is of course in reference to our first episode the beast, beast of bray, bray road so yeah we'll, we'll get an email up and running and we'll uh and we'll, we'll tell you what it is in the next episode and if you want to write us nice kind letters then uh yeah, yeah. and until then we'll uh we'll see you next time all right bye i love you <laughs>